at Jared, we know devotion isn't a once a year occasion. And once the flowers have wilted and the chocolates have disappeared, you'll still want them to know how much you care. Dare to give a gift that lasts this Valentine's Day with our incredible selection of jewelry. From delicate rose gold to bold black diamonds, Jared has hundreds of pieces under $299 and exclusive collections you won't find anywhere else. Shop online or find a store near you at jared.com and dare to be devoted. Welcome to the Skull King Football Podcast, presented by Vox DFS Firelines. Now, here are your hosts, Justin and Ryan Skullrude. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Skull King Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Ryan Skullrude and welcome to the show. I am your host. And on tonight's show, we are going to go over the a uh, little bit of the news and notes, some of the injuries that have that have happened uh, over this last week. We are also going to get into some of the um, people recovering from injuries that have possibly been on by. Uh, after that, we are going to get into the waiver wire. Now, on the waiver wire, just a, a little heads up: we are not going to. I, I've got a long list of names for you to look at. Well, I'm not going to list all those names, so just a little heads up. What we're going to do is I'm going to give you like two, three, maybe, well, two names, two to three names from each group um, to throw out at you. The rest of those names will be on the articles posted on, well, today, if when you're listening to this, on Tuesday, on the website, SkullKingFootball.com. I will have articles up for each position for so that you can know who to pick up. Uh, to give you multiple options just in case, you know, that's possible you, you don't think you necessarily have the priority to get uh, one or two of these guys on the list. So we'll go over some waiver wire and um, one kind of a public service announcement in terms of how we're running this week. With the holiday, uh, with so many games on Thursday, especially, you know, I think it's three games on, on Thanksgiving Day, and because the first game for us on the West Coast starts at 9.30 in the morning, what I'm doing is I'm running, I'm doing a, an episode recording this Monday night. It'll air on Tuesday. I'm going to record a another episode Tuesday night or tonight for you guys um, that will air Wednesday morning. That episode is going to have the three... Uh, Thanksgiving Day games on it, kind of my projections and and thoughts and notes for start sits on those games. And I'm doing that so that you guys have that information Wednesday and so that you're not having to get up at the, you know, crack of dawn when, uh, Thursday on the holiday in order to have that information. Instead, I'm doing that, posting it Wednesday. You guys will have it to make kind of some of your decisions Wednesday night. That way you can have everything set for Thursday morning. And then I may be doing another episode Wednesday night that will go live Thursday, but you guys will be have, have the whole weekend to listen to. You'll have Thursday, Friday, Saturday to listen to it to be ready for the games on Sunday. So I'm trying to, uh, trying to make this a little, uh, little easier for you guys so that uh, Thursday you can spend time with your families. You don't have to worry about you know, setting your lineups, getting up at the you know, crack of dawn in order to make sure that you've got everything set. I'm giving you the information so you can have it for Wednesday and be ready to go into Thursday. So, all right. So why don't we go ahead and get started with today's headlines. Today's headlines. All right. Starting it off. Uh, 
Uh, Bills coach Sean McDermott tells reporters that rookie QB Josh Allen will fully participate in practice and should start on Sunday. Barring a setback, he'll end up missing four games. Uh, the only reason I mention this is really because it's a possibility that um, that Allen may, 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 may um, be a possible starting option for those of you who have a quarterback on bye week this week. Uh, in week 12, I want to say it's, it's Goff, and I know that the Chiefs and the Rams are on by. I'm not sure if there's anyone else uh, in week 12. But for those ones, definitely, um, if you have a two-quarterback league, you absolutely need someone else to start. Um, Allen may be available. Uh, not that I think it's a great option, but it is one if you're, say, low on waiver priority. Uh, moving on, the Miami Herald's Adam Beasley reports that Jakeem Grant is undergoing season-ending lower leg surgery. Jakeem Grant had kind of had a couple of big games, mainly a return guy and specialist. Um, it looked like the the Dolphins were going to get him back, and now at this point, he is uh, he is done for the season. And so that I mean, it's the amount of weapons going down in Miami is staggering. Uh. Moving on, Ryan Tannehill ramped up his throwing program during the bye week. We will see if he is able to come back. Um, if we get into, I want to look at real quick, get the, the player list up here. Um, uh, just to kind of see who this affects for the most part in terms of, in terms of for um, Tannehill coming back. The one I th the person I think this may affect the most is Danny Amendola, and not in a good way. Uh, since uh, Tannehill went down and Osweiler was the quarterback, uh, the amount of targets over the last five weeks, so from week six to week, oh, well, week six to week ten, because they had a bye week in week eleven, uh, looks like he had let's see, fourteen, twenty. Oh wow! Uh, over five weeks, Danny Amendola had like forty-one. Yeah, it looks like 41 targets. Uh, 20, it looks like 31 catches over that span. He only had one touchdown. But he, in the, all that time, I don't think – I think he had one game. I think it was week nine where he had one game of less than 10 points. And that was like – and I think that week nine was like a 9.7. So um, he's he's had pretty solid weeks in terms of in terms of his production if you look before that though before Brock Osweiler became the quarterback uh in the five weeks prior you know 40 so 41 targets from week six to week 10 in weeks one through five Danny Amendola had a whopping total of 20 targets uh 16 catches and no touchdowns so Osweiler was honestly the best thing for Danny Amendola. And so if Tannehill's already back, uh, you don't want to – Danny Amendola is not a, a pickup option. I think he's 40% owned on Yahoo and about uh, 47 48%-ish on, uh, on ESPN. You don't want him at this point if, if uh, Tannehill comes back. So um, – Titans coach Mike Vrabel said that Marcus Mariota suffered a stinger week 11 against the Colts. Uh, what it looked like is he was actually having some having some issues with his elbow. I think it was a stinger actually in his elbow, some nerve, some nerve pain. 
And the same thing that he suffered a few weeks or three, four, five weeks ago that he was finally able to come back from. Uh, I don't think that Marcus Mariota can it will be able to hold up the rest of the year. I'm not I'm not going to suggest that you use him the rest of the season. Uh, I'm dropping him in, in one of the leagues. I, I picked him up. Uh, I just, I can't, I can't afford to, to have him through going through this. Uh, if you look at the, the Titans offensive line, their O line is not very good. The only real um, decent offensive line that they have is Taylor Lewan. Everyone else is, is subpar. And because of it, you know, Mariota has been getting absolutely pummeled this season when he's in there. So, uh, so I am I am I am advocating for dropping Marcus Mariota and just letting him sit on the waiver wire for the let someone else deal with that headache if he comes back healthy. OJ Howard is getting a second opinion on his ankle. He suffered uh, an ankle injury in the last drive of the Tampa Bay game against the Giants uh, this last week. Uh, initial reports came out pretty good, but they're wanting to get a second opinion just to make sure. If Howard misses time, Cameron Brate's possible pickup, this could also mean a little more work for Chris Godwin. So uh, something to keep in mind for O.J. Howard owners to look at. If you have an IR spot, he may be taking up uh, one of those IR spots uh, this next week. Uh, going up, I'll, Staying with the Bucks, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers report that uh, Jameis Winston will be back as the starting quarterback in Week 12. Goodbye, Ryan Fitzpatrick. I am officially now done, done, done with Ryan Fitzpatrick. I thought he would be in for a pretty decent game this week, and he proved to be Fitz tragic again. Uh, so I'm avoiding the entire Buccaneers quarterback situation. I'll take their, you know, the receivers at this point, uh, but that's about it. The Detroit Free Press confirms that Kerryon Johnson with his knee injury is not expected to play on Thanksgiving. This is really big for um, – it's not big for LeGarrette Blunt. They may try to ram the ball with him a little bit. I, I'm i not advocating to pick up LeGarrette Blunt. The, the person I think that this benefits the most is going to be Theo Riddick. Now that he is healthy, he is going to be catching a lot of passes out of the backfield. Uh, I'll go into that a little bit more as we get into the waiver wire. Jimmy Graham intends to play this week with a broken thumb or intends to try to play this week with a broken thumb that he suffered in the Seahawks game on Thursday night. Uh, he will, uh, they'll kind of experiment with some different splints and protections for that thumb. Uh, at this point, Jimmy Graham is no longer a tight end one. He was already dangling on that in 10 team leagues at a, as a, as tight end number nine uh, on the season. And as an organization here at Skulking, we were not all that high on Jimmy Graham going to the uh, going to the Green Bay Packers. Aaron Rodgers hasn't really used a tight end all that well in what five, six years. So I, you know, this is this isn't any surprise to me that he hasn't been all that great this year. And so just with this injury, this only drops him down all the more. Um, Alex Smith suffered a compound fracture, meaning the bone actually broke through the leg. The trauma surgeons also discovered that Smith suffered a spiral fracture in his leg, defined as a long bone broken by a rotational force. Um, 
Uh, Smith, who is now 34, faces a lengthy rehab process to try to return. Uh, this is a lengthy rehab process to try to walk again. Uh, this is this. I mean, this is an absolute ugly, the worst situation possible for his leg uh, that doesn't involve tendons. Um, this is one of the things, you know, a spiral, a spiral fracture is like this is the kind of thing that when a when a racehorse suffers this, they just put the animal down because it takes so long, uh, because it's just not worth putting the the animal through that kind of pain to to rehab it. Um, not saying you should put Alex Smith down. Okay, maybe that was a bad analogy, um, but Alex. I think it just goes to show, for the most part, that Alex Smith is is may not be coming back. Uh, this is worse than initially initially indicated. Uh, I think that uh, if you have Alex Smith in a dynasty league, um, I'm looking to maybe move move a different direction at this point. I don't think that the Washington Redskins are going to stick with Colt McCoy forever. I really think that they, along with the Jaguars and a couple other teams, are are um, drafting quarterbacks uh, this next year. So, and it looks like that is all I've got for the headlines. Why don't we go ahead and get into some waiver wire madness? Waiver wire madness. All right, the waiver wire tonight is brought to you by Stat Route. The uh, this is our number one uh, source for stout stat. Uh, statistical research statistical research can't talk um for fantasy football we as an organization here at skull king have used it for all of our articles so we use for our our stats research for um the articles for the podcast here Uh, i've used it for to help me with my rankings to kind of see how defenses play against certain types of players uh helps me kind of figure out who i like and who i dislike for uh, various um, various matchups. So, again, you want to go to statroute.com. We're getting towards the fantasy playoffs. I really believe it's worth it, even just for the end of this season, for the last, well, God, we're going into week 12 through 16, five weeks. Five weeks is all you got left. This is worth it. I, I really believe it for seven. I think it's seven fifty. If you use this, the promo code Skull King FF, that's Skull King FF at Stat Route, you get twenty five percent off. I believe their subscriptions like ten bucks, so that would put it at seven fifty for the last you know for the last five weeks of the season. A lot of you guys I know have put like fifty bucks plus. Some guys maybe even a hundred bucks into some of these leagues, maybe even more. It's worth it to spend an extra seven fifty to get the kind of statistical research that you can get from StatRap. Okay, just a little bit more, I really could put you over the top. So again, go to StatRap.com, enter in the promo code SkulkingFF, so that you guys can get twenty five percent off your subscription to StatRap and get the best stats research you can find. All right, so into the waiver wire. Again, one more time, I'm not going to go through my entire list of players. I'm going to hit on a couple that I think will really work out for you. And, uh, and we'll kind of go from there. If you want to get the full list of all the players at each position that I am, I am kind of throwing out there as possibilities, you'll need to go again to the website SkullKingFootball.com in order to uh, see who all uh, I'm, I'm kind of on for this next week. So starting it off at the quarterback position, where we've started at the quarterback position for many weeks this year, uh, 37.6% own in ESPN leagues, 
Baker Mayfield uh, at quarterback. He is going up against Cincinnati, and right now Cincinnati is the worst fantasy defense against quarterbacks. They have given up the most points to quarter to uh, most fantasy points to quarterbacks this season, and I believe that Baker Mayfield will continue to improve and continue to play well. In a lot of cases, when we're talking about waiver wire, usually it's a streaming option for guys that you know maybe their quarterbacks on injury, or they're just kind of going back and forth. They've drafted really heavy wide receiver, running back, and so they're just kind of looking for a, a, an option to kind of get through a week, or they've got a bye week. Baker Mayfield has been streamable pretty much the entire season that he has started. And when we talk about streaming, we're talking about Alex Smith numbers. 225 to maybe 250 passing yards, one TD, maybe two, and a few rushing yards to kind of to boost you up. Just, you know, a, a type of game that's not going to cost you the week. Baker Mayfield has very much been doing that all season. Now he's going up against the worst pass defense in the league. And so I think that Mayfield can have a very, very big game this week uh, and really open things up, especially if they can get uh, Nick Chubb running the ball well again like they have the last few weeks. I think it'll open things up for Baker Mayfield and just make a, a mess of things for Cincinnati. For those of you who might be wondering, no, I have no reservations about Hugh Jackson going to going back to Cincinnati as a special assistant to the head coach. I don't think that's going to matter. I think that Baker Mayfield is still going to put up a good game because the Cincinnati defense is just that bad. All right, moving on. Number two, uh, Lamar Jackson, who absolutely had a phenomenal game this last week. Um, there we go, a lot of his stats. In, in uh, this game on this past week against Cincinnati, he had 19 attempts, 19 pass attempts, 13 completions, 150 yards. He threw one interception. However, he also finished, let me pull up, uh, I've got it, yeah, see, I've got to pull up another page to get that. He also finished in this game, Oh, come on. Game by game, game. There we go. There's the game log. In this game, he finished with what? 117 yards on 27 rush attempts. Now, I'm not saying he's going to do that again this next week, but he could because they're going up against Oakland, who is the eighth worst uh, uh, team against quarterbacks this year in terms of giving up points to fantasy quarterbacks. The thing about Oakland, though, is they have not actually faced a quarterback, really, that does a whole lot of running. I want to say that they faced Baker Mayfield and only gave a, I think he only had like 10, 15 yards. Um, Russell Wilson has not been running the ball that much. He only had like 10 yards. So they haven't given up a whole lot of run yards to the quarterback, but they haven't faced anyone that really does a whole lot of running. So that being said, I really like Lamar Jackson. I think he's got a really a, a cake. Um, matchup this next week against Oakland. I don't think that, I think because of the success they had with Jackson running the ball um, this past week, they'll go ahead and keep Flacco uh, on the bench, let him rest up and get his hip healthy. And so uh, Lamar Jackson is my number two uh, for this week. Again, if you want the other two names that I've got, uh, go to skullkingfootball.com so you can get the rest of those. 
Moving on to the running back position. Uh, number one, Theo Riddick, owning 33.1% of leagues. He goes, he gets Chicago at home this week. And uh, the thing about uh, Theo Riddick is you've got the carry-on Johnson injury. Uh, they've got LeGarrette Blunt. They don't have a whole lot of depth, really, at the running back position. I want to say that they, at one point, I think they actually brought Zach Zenner back uh, at the running back position. So they don't have the they don't have the best depth. So really, I can see this being just a whole lot of passing to uh, the running backs in the first game against Chicago for Detroit. Uh, Theoretic finished with six catches for sixty yards. That's twelve points in PPR. If you have games that, or if you have a, a league that gives extra points for, say, first downs, um, that sort of thing, I think that this could be a huge game for Theoretic. Riddick has also already been a um, there we go. Been uh, a been uh, a beneficiary. There we go. That's the word I'm thinking of. A beneficiary of uh, the Tate uh, trade. He's finished with. Um, no, see, there we go. Uh, he's finished with uh, in one league that I've got 11, 11 points, thirteen points, ten points. Hasn't been running the ball a whole lot, but he's been catching the ball out of the backfield. And with Carryon Johnson actually out out now, I think Theoretic has is in for a big game. To be completely honest in this one, uh, so Theoretic is my number one. Number two, Josh Adams, owning twenty seven point nine percent of leagues, going up against the New York Giants. Uh, Adams had a decent week uh, this week as well. Uh, let me pull up his stats real quick. There we go, Josh Adams. In this past game, finished with seven rushes for 53 yards and a touchdown. Really had a, a, a decent game. He is he they last week they talked about him getting more getting more yards getting more uh, or sorry getting more uh, into the game. Uh, he also finished with uh, three receptions on six targets for 19 yards. So he does catch the ball a little bit out of the backfield. The Eagles have had problems with Wendell Smallwood and Corey Clement uh, really getting involved in getting much done. Josh Adams, the un, uh, see, he was a undrafted guy out of, it says Notre Dame here, but yeah, out of Notre Dame, um, has really proven to be their best running back right now. So at this point, I think they continue to run with Josh Adams, and I think that he could be in for a decent game against the Giants as well. Uh, let's not forget that this last week that Peyton Barber ran for over 100 yards against the Giants. So, uh, the last name, the third running back that I've got for you, is Gus Edwards, owned in 0.0% of leagues. No one expected anything out of this guy. He's basically was a um, God. Well, he was like a, a practice squad guy that got brought up just for extra depth, and. In the game on Sunday, ended up going for, I want to see, 15, 17 carries for 115 yards. Uh, also scored a touchdown. The guy has been, this was this was a, kind of out of nowhere. I don't think that anyone had them even in their DFS lineups. The reason to pick up Gus Edwards, I think this is honestly probably only a one-week, uh, one, maybe two-week thing is because Edwards has been working so much with Lamar Jackson on the third, second, third team, 
uh, doing they've been doing a lot of the uh, zone read run pass option, um, and so because of that, Gus Edwards was really able to use that the the chemistry that they have to get a lot done. Um, and so I think again, look at this next game against Oakland. Let me pull up the uh, let me pull up the stats here. Um, Oakland is is had it a little rough against well their whole defense is just bad, but their their defense has had it a little rough against uh, against running backs. Let me pull up the stats here. So far this year, in terms of giving up yards, just yards to running backs, Melvin Gordon. And let's see, he's had two games against them, has 151 rushing yards. Marlon Mack in one game had 132. In that same game, Naheem Hines also had 78. So they gave up over 200 rush yards to Indianapolis. Todd Gurley has over had over 108 yards, had 108 rushing yards. Bill Lindsay, 107. Nick Chubb, 105. Uh, Raheem Mostert, 86. Carlos Hyde, 82. Um, I want to say the Seahawks combined for over, was it like 130 rushing yards against them? So the Oakland, uh, the Oakland defense is going to give up a lot of yards. And so Gus Edwards and Lamar Jackson may be running all over Oakland. Uh, this is going to be at home in Baltimore, which makes it even better. So I don't believe that much in Oakland's ability to stop uh, the run, especially in this game, especially after, you know, a big game against uh, the Chargers, you know, getting their second win. Honestly, I think uh, they kind of let down, and uh, I think Baltimore just runs all over them. So I like Gus Edwards for this week. I I know he's going to be a trendy pick. He's going to be a trendy pick. I get that. But if you're in desperate need of help and need a win, and you 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 know need whatever you can get, this may be a guy that can help you out for the one week to get that win. So that's uh, those are my running backs. Moving on to the wide receivers. Um, number one, he's been on this so many times. Chris Godwin, 47.5%. Going up against San Francisco at home this week. Again, Chris Godwin, I think, has a decent um, rapport with Jameis Winston. Really, he had a, with both quarterbacks for the most part. Um, had a decent week uh, the last couple weeks. He's had, I want to say, six different, six or seven different 10-point games in PPR this year. So, he, really, he's been solid as a wide receiver three. And if uh, if O.J. Howard is, is out this week, he could get a little bit of a bump in production. Number two, this is a guy that you may not be able, you won't be able to use this week. But we talked about it last week about the just the opportunity that he is getting because of Cooper Cup's injury. Josh Reynolds, 26% owned, is on the bye week this next week. But this would be the time to pick him up if you got the space because he ain't going to be available the next week. So if you've got the priority, you maybe don't necessarily need a win this week or you have the extra space available. Um, you have a, a person to drop, an injury to drop. Josh Reynolds is a guy you need to pick up this week. He won't be available in week 13. It's just he's not going to be there. Um, he finished, was it this, uh, in the Monday night game, that insane Monday night game, over 100, was 104 points scored. Uh, Reynolds finished with six catches for 80 yards and a touchdown. He's going to get the work. So uh, the third name, Kiki Kuti, 
uh, 14.3% owned, going up against Tennessee's defense. This will be at home. Um, the Indianapolis Colts basically just threw all over uh, Tennessee in Indianapolis. I think that, you know, those are two, the Houston offense and the Indianapolis Colts offense are two different animals. But I think that Houston, again, can put a can put up some points against that Tennessee defense. Um, Cootie in this last game, let me pull him up real quick. Uh, in this last game, finished with uh, nine targets, five receptions, 77 yards. Uh, solid week for him. So he is definitely a guy that I would look at uh, as a possibility. He's getting the work over. Uh, Demarius Thomas. So the last name I'm going to throw out there, Traquan Smith. This one's kind of obvious. I'm throwing this name out there with a caveat. He's 13.3% owned. They have a game against Atlanta. This is real quick. It's a good matchup against Atlanta's defense. Again, missing their top two safeties. However, because of how that offense works, basically Smith got all the work and Michael Thomas didn't get a whole lot. Alvin Kamara scored a touchdown on a screen pass late in the game um, in order to really get work there. So I think Smith just had an exploitable matchup that they kept throwing to him over and over and over again. This isn't going to be the norm. I don't see them adding Traycon Smith as like the fifth weapon in this offense. I think that he may have blowout games like this. He may have another one or two games like this this year. Maybe not quite as many points. However, I'm not the inconsistency could cost you. So, if you're desperate, yeah, Traquan Smith, and he's the only one available. That may be the the direction that you go. I'm not counting on that personally. Um, the the consistency when uh, you know some of the the players and the way I've structured my teams, I've got a little bit safer floors. So. That's it for my wide receivers. Finally, the tight ends. Uh, owned in 9.0% of leagues. Again, going up against San Francisco, Cameron Brait. Uh, you know, we, again, we talked about Howard's ankle, how that may help Chris Godwin a little bit. Cameron Brait has a decent relationship uh, and rapport with Jameis Winston. Can, uh, can put up the points if uh, Howard is unavailable. And so I like uh, Brait again. If, especially for Howard owners, having Braid as a backup, you know, you find out, yeah, Howard's going to play no problem. Okay, well, then you drop Braid, you know, you drop Braid if you need to to pick up someone else. That's, I think he's more of a kind of just a wild card um, safety play uh, for, especially for Howard owners or for someone who's absolutely desperate and has no other choice. Another name, CJ Uzoma, 22.7% uh, owned, going up against Cleveland. This is more, again, opportunity. It all depends on if A.J. Green is healthy. Uh, Uzoma's had a couple of decent games. He's not gonna, most likely not going to put up a zero for you. Um, again, not the, not the best option, but there's not a whole lot of options available right now in terms of the tight ends that are really usable. So, uh, again, he's, I think that he may get you in PPR four, five, maybe six points. You know, hopefully he gets a touchdown. Uh, but uh, I'm not counting on a lot. He's just he's a, kind of a safety play that may get you a couple points just so you don't put up a zero. 
The last name I'm going to put up uh, for the tight ends, Jonu Smith. This one, again, goes with a caveat. He's 2.4% owned. He's going up against Houston at Houston this next week. The thing that I don't like about Jonu Smith is the fact that he hasn't been all that productive without a healthy Marcus Mariota. With Mariota healthy, the last three games, he's put up at least 10 points in each of those games. Um, you know, he's basically done what we ex- what I expected him to do earlier in the year when we found out that uh, um, Walker went down on IR for the season. You know, John Smith, they drafted him to kind of be that next the next guy to step in after Delaney Walker. They just didn't use him. And part of that, I believe, was because Marcus Mariota wasn't all that healthy, so he wasn't able to really, you know, exploit the matchups that John Smith could have. I think that Smith is best used if Mariota's healthy. If he's not, I think you leave him on the waiver wire. Or again, if you're desperate and you just need someone, he's shown the ability to get the job done. Um, and so Smith is is a name to throw out there. Um, again, I've got more names. Uh, another one of the running backs. I've got you know three, four more on the wide receivers. Um, a couple more tight end ones. Again, if you want those names, you got to go to the website skulkingfootball.com in order to get the rest of those names to get my full list of waiver wire targets. Again, that's uh, that's it for tonight's show. I want to thank you guys for listening. We really appreciate it. Uh, you know all your support that we've had throughout the throughout this season and for those of you who have been listening to us for a while for the the past three seasons that we've been doing this podcast we thank you so much for for everything that you guys uh, have done for us in just uh, supporting us and uh, we hope that we are able to help you guys out as we start moving towards the playoffs for this year again this has been the skulking fantasy football podcast my name is ryan skullrud And uh, we'll talk to you guys later. Hey, Skulking Nation. Thank you for listening to the Skulking Football Podcast. Did you like this episode? If so, be sure to go to iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and YouTube to subscribe. Also, please leave us a rating and reviews to let us know how we can better help you rule your leagues. Jared, we know devotion isn't a once a year occasion. And once the flowers have wilted and the chocolates have disappeared, you'll still want them to know how much you care. Dare to give a gift that lasts this Valentine's Day with our incredible selection of jewelry. From delicate rose gold to bold black diamonds, Jared has hundreds of pieces under $299 and exclusive collections you won't find anywhere else. Shop online or find a store near you at jared.com and dare to be devoted.